Welcome to today's episode of Eden's Conflict. I'm your host Jai and this is the podcast where we break down the reason for the seasons behind different passages of scripture. In today's episode, we will be looking at 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20 and trying to understand the reasons why it's important to have godly thinking in order to live a godly life. Sounds simple, right? But Today we're going to see if it is as simple as we think. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with our study. For ye were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20 Our bodies, our minds, these are but a few of the precious gifts that God has given us. And we are called to honor Him through our thoughts, our actions, and choices. For with a price that He paid, we are called to glorify Him. When we see injustices in the world done by those who have been wronged, do we hold the wrongdoer unaccountable for his actions? No. In fact, when we see somebody trying to cheat and steal, there tends to build up, well, at least there should be, a sense of resentment. If you are in line, as an example, and you're waiting in line for something, and all of a sudden somebody comes and seeing the long line that there is, work their way down until they cut in front of a bunch of people. There's this feeling of unfairness and indignation that says, this is not right, and it should not be allowed to continue, and I must do something about it. I should say, not everybody will have the guts to stand up to the person who cuts them. Oftentimes we just say, I can't believe that happened. And we sit there in our own anger toward the situation. But you were bought with a price. You see, God went above and beyond to get you, to reach you, to save you, to change you. And what have we done in return? Too often, we cheat and deprive God of that which is rightly His. And the choices we make as young people will have a significant impact in our lives that we have yet to realize. Because how we live our lives is not only shaping what tomorrow will look like. If I choose to stay up late and then oversleep the following day, that is a result of my own actions. But if I choose to make a lifestyle of late nights, I am inevitably shortening the time I have in my life. While I may be cutting myself short of the day that follows after staying up late, I'm actually also cutting my lifespan short. And this is one thing we don't think about. The small repetition of our actions that lead to change and impacts in our lives 
that can be much bigger than we suspect. For this reason, it's essential that we understand that forces and influences will always strive to manipulate and affect us. But we must choose how we respond. And we must be deliberate and intentional in our efforts to choose wisely. Proverbs 2 verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, that when he is old, he will not depart from it. By installing the right values and habits early on in your life, you are not only extending the quality of your life overall, but you are creating a wellspring of quality and enjoyment in the lives of others. One who practices loyalty, truthfulness, honesty, is somebody that others are going to see and say, I want that in my life. How do I get more of that characteristic, that nature, that mindset that is above what the average world is putting out? These are things that we cannot manifest on our own, despite our best intentions. No, these are things that in order for us to have it, we must first have a source by which we can draw from. And this is why time, patience, and quality of communion with God and His Word is so vital and important to us. Because the time I sit to read and study scripture is not just a time for me to learn the history or to read an ancient text that may or may not have true words written in it. No, the time and energy I spend in disciplining myself to sit and read things that I don't understand, but that have a connection to a deeper source of knowledge will begin to transform and change my life from within. Intemperance, that is the inability to resist, to be patient, is one of the biggest things that we have to face and guard against today. See, this poses not only a threat to both our physical and spiritual well-beings, but it is destroying the very fabric of our society. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to look around the world and say, something is not right. We are somehow getting progressively wicked. And why is that? Why does the world seem to be getting darker in its desires, in its motivation, in its entertainment. It is because we have chosen to live a life that is constantly hungry for more. And we will fill it with whatever we can. But those who choose to fight against intemperance will only be affected when we address the root of the cause. We must dive deeper than a surface level 
approach when it comes to things like addictions, alcohol, tobacco, pornography, whatever it is, food. All of these things are not the root cause, but a reflection of the problem. And that is a heart that is unsatisfied and unfulfilled. Now, what is it that creates these issues? It begins with factors like idleness, not doing anything, not caring, not going around, a lack of purpose, harm, harmful association, harmful connection with those who have no real motives or desire to achieve anything in their own lives. There's the saying that you are the sum of the five people you are closest to. But when we learn to pay attention and choose to recreate our physical, mental, and emotional well-beings by taking in new insights, new information, thoughts that will uplift, ideas that will strengthen. And this can come from several places. I myself like listening to a few motivational speakers when I wake up in the morning and I just have it playing. Just go on YouTube and, and turn on motivational talks. And I'll put that on in the background as I'm taking a shower. That's it. Just something simple to, to get my mind in the sense of like, yes, I want to strive for more. I want to accomplish more. I want to reach a higher purpose in my life. But all of these things pale in comparison to the words of Christ, to the beauty of Scripture that has given us the ability to change and transform our lives. In the same way that God spoke creation into existence, when the words of Scripture speak to your heart, you are created anew. As we follow Christ, we must learn to cultivate a lifestyle that truly aligns with his teachings from Scripture. Romans 12 verse 2 reminds us, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good an acceptable and perfect will of God. It is a choice that we have to make that will renew our minds and our focus to strengthen or discourage our spiritual growth and connection with God. We can either rise above the temptation of this world or we can believe that there is some type of invisible ceiling that sin holds over us and we will never go through it. Do not let your mind be limited by the illusions of this life. When there is a God who came back from death that says, Be ye transformed. Reveal to the world not only that I exist, but what my perfect will and love is like. 
As we close today's episode, I hope that these words of encouragement will be some that inspire you. As you read through scripture, I pray that you would take it to heart, that you would see that God has paid a price for you so that you might be able to reveal his glory. And if that is your desire, then I invite you to pray with me as we go into this moment of exercising our belief in his ability. Our dear, gracious, loving Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your guidance and wisdom that you have given us through the scriptures. We recognize that the battle between our minds and our bodies is one that we cannot succeed in without your strength. But we also recognize that you have given wisdom and discernment to all who would ask. Anyone who is in need has the right to cry out to you and say, Father, help me. And so this is where we are, dear Lord. We submit to you our intemperances, the things in our lives that we feel we cannot resist. And we pray that you would replace them with diligence, with conviction, with confidence that it is not us, but you alone who has overcome the world. And by your strength, we may overcome it also. Lift up our minds, dear Lord, so that our lives may seek to live on a higher plane of thought and that our bodies would be reflections of that type of mindset. Transform us from within and may all of these things come in accordance with your perfect and holy will. This we ask and believe we have received in Christ's blessed name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. I pray that, again, you would take this passage to heart and you would not look at the world as a series of impossible choices and influences that you have no control over. That you would begin to apply your efforts in seeking after God and believe that you have received His support to overcome any challenge you might face along the way. So, until we should meet again, Take care, God bless, and have a good day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Here at Eden's Conflict, we are on a mission to transform the way you think about Scripture. If you've been blessed by this podcast and would like to learn more about our other shareable resources, visit us on the web at www.edensconflict.com. Are you looking for a fun after-church activity? Why not invite Eden's Conflict to demo our latest game with your church group? For availability and questions, You can message us directly through our Instagram page or send an email to info at edensconflict.com. 